$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Astros and Orioles series. My special guest today is the legend, Greg Lucas. Mr. Lucas, how are you? I'm going to have to show you the magazine cover that actually says that. It says legendary, but that's that's a whole different story. I'm fine. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking with you. If you look up your name on... Uh wikipedia or something i think it says you're legendary so you're legendary uh, to me well you're, thank you that's good to know <laughs> you're the most le- you're a legendary guest at least that huh all right so we go to baltimore this team is leading the american league east which mm-hmm. is probably undoubtedly the best league in the american league i don't know about the whole the whole major leagues but uh i didn't have Huge expectations. The Astros win the series two to one. A lot of excitement. I'm I'm happy with the uh, result of this series. Oh, I think all Astro fans should be. They won two out of three here. They split in New York. That's uh, that was a seven game stretch that would have been uh, easy to crash and burn, and uh, they didn't. They they you know they lost a half game to the Rangers at this moment, uh, but the Rangers play tonight. They can get a full game back. But even so, um. I look at it this way with uh, how many games are left, 45, 50, somewhere in that neighborhood. If you don't beat the Rangers by playing three more wins than they get, hats off to the Rangers. And then your your uh, your secondary prize is getting in as a wild card and having to come up the hard way. But they're going to be in the postseason, I'm quite certain, one way or the other. Yeah. All right, so let's get to this series. Tuesday, it was for Amber Valdez. The Astros had Monday off after being in New York, so hopefully that helped them out. Bottom of the first, Mountain Castle had a two-run homer. We're down two to zero. Bottom of the second, the Orioles score from third on a fielder's choice. It was three to zero. And then Andy Rutschman had a two-run homer. We're down five to zero with Framber Vandez on the hill. Not looking good. Uh, he was uh... – Unlike his no-hitter where he was getting his breaking ball down in the count, actually he was getting a lot of strikeouts on pitches, swinging at balls. Uh, He had to elevate a little bit, and when he elevates, uh, he's not as good. He had a lot of pitches right over the heart of the plate, sort of the way he threw when he pitched that last outing against the Rangers. Uh, The lucky part was that he did give them enough innings so they didn't have to go too deep in the bullpen. And that kept them uh, available to maybe mount a comeback. It was six to two, and then six to three, and then of course the the magical ninth inning. Yeah. So Kyle Tucker gets an RBI single in the third, which makes it five to one. And Yiner had a sack fly. It's five to two. And then in the bottom of the fourth, McCann had a sack fly. And like you said, 
It was six to two Orioles, but they wouldn't score again. Uh, top of the eighth with two outs. I thought this hit was big. I know Kyle Tucker's hit was bigger, but Jeremy Pena had an RBI single who brought in Tucker, made it six to three, and that sets up Tucker in the ninth for a grand slam. Seven to six. That turns out to be the final because Presley shut him down in the ninth. Singleton walked, I believe, and then Altuve and Jordan, the other two guys on base, they got singles. That was that was an exciting, exciting moment and a great at bat by Tucker. Nine pitches, and uh, most of them were 100 miles an hour or more. There were a couple of uh, splitters that were thrown in there, but those were the ones that were thrown. Uh, most of them were 100 or more. You know, the last time we talked, the cat heard us talking and came up and wanted to be in the show, and he's up here again. So I guess it's a thing with cats. Yeah. Uh, no, the big thing was is uh, the fact that he got a, a fastball, one fastball, almost exactly the same pitch. He fouled it back. And then a couple of pitches later, here came again. It was over the middle of the plate. It was down a little bit. It wasn't a terrible pitch, and it was hundred almost 101 miles an hour. But uh, Tucker was on it and lined it, and that was it, and it was hooray time, although the Astros did have to uh, get three outs in the bottom of the inning. Presley was definitely up to the job. He'd had some time off, and that was a big, big win. Oh, yeah. Kyle Tucker went two for four with five RBIs. Payne went three for four with an RBI. Alex Bregman, two for five, and then Yiner had that sack fly. He went 0 for three. Framber, what's amazing about Framber is the guy gives up six runs in four innings and the majority of them were in, you know, before the second inning was over and he's so good. He's so good. He can still go out there and give you seven innings. He pitched more innings than anyone else. Well, that was the thing. They needed innings from him. He had given up runs. Admittedly, he threw some bad pitches admittedly, but it didn't, it didn't uh, make him collapse and he was able to give them innings. And so, sort of an unsung hero without being a very good pitcher in that yeah. particular game. Uh, the home run by Tucker uh, was, was called an ultimate grand slam, which means they needed all the runs to take the lead. It wasn't a game winning uh, or, or, or um. walk off ultimate grand slam. The only guy that's ever done that is still Brian Bogusevic. Uh There has been one other like that though, that was hit by an Astro Cliff Johnson. He also did it on the road back in 75 in St. Louis. So in both cases, the Astros bullpen had to come in and close the door in the bottom of the inning. They couldn't walk off after he hit it, but uh, it was still a memorable moment and uh, certainly very important in this pennant race year. Yeah. That's the first time I ever heard that term. Oh yeah. No, actually uh, I, we first used it and started hearing it because I was working the game when Bogusevic did it. Bogusevic came up as a pinch hitter, no doubt, uh, even more in the bottom of the ninth inning against the Cubs back in 2011, I think. And uh, he hit a home run that uh, brought in four runs and ended the game. It was over. That was an ultimate walk-off grand slam home run. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the only one the Astros have ever had. They're, they're rare, certainly. Uh, but uh, he, uh, he got it done. The Astros won that game in a bad year. This one was one in a big, big, important year. So uh, this one perhaps will be remembered more, even though the Astros had to get some outs after he did it. Yeah, they did everything they needed to do. Uh, Framber gave up six runs on eight hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. His ERA is 330. It used to be the lowest in the American League. Uh, and you kind of think he's struggling, and then the guy comes up with with a no-hitter his last time out. Stanek didn't allow a run. He had a strikeout. 
He actually picks up the win, and Presley, like you said earlier, shuts him down in the ninth inning and picks up save. Number 27, the Astros had seven runs on 10 hits. They were four for eight with runners in scoring position. I'll take a number like that any day. And they left eight on base. So the runners were there to, to score even more runs. But it was a good win. It, was, it wasn't It was a good win. It was a great win. It was now, an exciting a huge win. win to come, come back like that against a team like Baltimore. Of course, in the second game, uh, it wasn't as tough a win, although they didn't do most of their scoring until later. Um uh, Eight to two is pretty good victory, and that was in game two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure down six to two, the way it was going, not a lot of Astro fans were watching the game with confidence. But if they turned it off, they missed one of the biggest games of the year. Wednesday, game two is Christian Javier, who he kind of had a Christian Javier type day. Top of the first inning, though, Kyle Tucker back at it again on the heels of that grand slam. He started the game off with a two run homer. Brought in Altuve, and then the second inning, Altuve had an RBI single. Brought in Abreu. It's 3-0. to zero. Good start for the Strohs. Well, it was a good start. Uh, meanwhile, Christian was – he was struggling and not struggling. The end result wasn't a struggle, but the time he was on the mound was a struggle. He was throwing way too many pitches and I think was 105 through 5. But – he had been, uns- he, you know, he wasn't giving up many runs. And so I think he gave up two. And so he, he was okay, except he didn't give them the length they needed. Uh, fortunately, they got great bullpen work. And, hey, I got to say one thing. Uh, some of the guys in the bullpen that had up and down periods there during this season seem to be getting it back together. Stanek is one, uh, and uh, he's not the only one. And they need that because, really, for this bullpen to be as good as it was last year, they almost have to have two sets of closers. Um, your number one set, which is, you know, Neris and, and uh, Abreu and Presley. But you also need a backup set, which they had last year when they when the other guys had been used a lot. And uh, if they get Stanek back using, doing what he's doing and uh, uh, some of the other guys, uh, I think they will have that. Well, that was one of the reasons they, they went out and got uh, Graveman yeah. uh, for that second set of guys. And uh, if they do that, they, they will be in almost as good a shape as they were at the end of last year. All right. Chris Navier gives up a two-run homer in the bottom of the fourth. That makes it three to two. But Altuve and Bregman, they had good game on Wednesday. Altuve had a two-run single, brought in JP3 and Jordan and uh, Dubon. And then Bregman followed that up with a two-run single. That made it seven to two. And then top of the ninth, Pena had an RBI single, brought in Chaz, eight to two. That's the final score. Like I said, Altuve went three for five. He had three RBIs. Alex Bregman went three for four. He had two RBIs. And Kyle Tucker only had the one hit, but he had two RBIs. The Astros' offense was was doing well. The only two hitters without a base hit on this game was Maldi and Jordan, the best and the worst hitter in the lineup. Well, Maldi and, and Jordan has he looked a little off in game three, too. He's just a little bit off. I know he had that that one line drive home run, but he basically has been a little bit off. He uh he had some chances to do some big damage in the third game and, and couldn't get it done. Um and so he just in a little bit of a funk right now. But uh he will uh he'll bounce back and oh, yeah. uh we know he's gonna get it done. Altuve, on the other hand, had four hits in game three and was on it. He's been on it 
really much the last several games. In fact, has had almost at least one hit every game since he's been back and getting on base. Bregman is showing a little more signs of maybe coming around a little bit. And even Pena, uh, he's had off and on games, but he's had when the games he's been on, he's gotten two or three hits. The games he's off, he'll strike out two times and and and, and fail in, in key situations. But uh, I think he's coming around a little bit as well. All right, Christian Javier, five innings. Threw a lot of pitches, four hits, only two runs allowed, three walks, three strikeouts. He gave up one home run. He wins, and he is 8-2. and two. The Astros win 8-2. to two. He's now 8-2 and two with a 4.36 ERA. If there was a stat that showed run support, I'm pretty sure he would be very high up there. Montero had a hit and a strikeout. Neris had two strikeouts. Abreu gave up a hit and walked a couple of guys, but he got out of it with a strikeout. And Graveman had a hit and a strikeout. No runs allowed for the bullpen. The Astros, 11 hits, eight runs in game two, four for 10 with runners in scoring position, and they left nine on base. Well, they're leaving a lot on base, but at least in that game, they scored a lot, and as they did late in the first game. By the way, I didn't mention Montero, but he's another one of those pitchers that has been much more impressive his last three or four times out, and he was one of the key guys on that so-called second unit of closers and, and finishers that the Astros had going last year. You get him and Stanek and, and Graveman as the uh, backup final three. Uh, you've got a good backup final three if they're on, and that's what the Astros need because that bottom three is so important to finishing games. Yeah. All right, so next up we're going to talk about Thursday, but before we do that, we're going to talk about today's game. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with more Astros baseball. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, folks, we're back. Today's game was another exciting game. It was Hunter Brown. You got the start. Hunter today. Brown was very good for the first six. He um he gave up a couple runs, but and he, he gave up a few long balls, but he never was in big trouble in any inning. And uh, he was very strong. Uh the seventh inning, uh he he just lost his command. He he gave up uh, three straight hits to start the inning. 
uh, and a couple of runs that made it uh, five five runs on the board, and and he had to be relieved. The rest of the guys did okay, but uh, uh, maybe they stretched him maybe a little bit much. His pitch count was right around 90 when the seventh inning started, and they felt that uh, he could get through the seventh, at least they hoped he could, but as it turned out, he couldn't. He had to be relieved in the inning and uh, no further damage after he left, but it was already five runs on the board, and as it turned out, that was one run more than the Astros were going to score. All right, so let's start with the scoring. Um, Baltimore got a home run in the first inning. Then Yiner had a home run in the second. Uh, McCann had an RBI single. They take the lead two to one. Rutschman had an RBI single three to one. Altuve, like you said, he's he's doing well. He had a solo home run. They made it three to two. And then in the uh, seventh inning, Mountain Castle had a two-run homer. The Orioles go up five to two. Dubon had an RBI single in the eighth. That made it five to three. But the Astros had another really good top of the ninth inning, and they and they could have won. They had the right guys up too. Remember, they had uh, two runners on, and they had uh, they had uh, the two, three, four hitters uh, coming up, but uh, they couldn't get it going. They they got uh, the first two guys. Altuve had his fourth hit. That was one of the hits in that inning, and uh, and they had uh, Jordan. Uh, first they had Jordan, then they had uh, uh, Tucker, and then they had uh, well, then they had Diaz, and he actually got a hit, yeah. his second hit of the game. And that loaded them up, and then uh, with two outs, and then uh, Singleton came up, and uh, uh, his fourth at bat of the game. He had one at bat during the course of the game where he had a line drive that was caught right at right, really well hit. But that was his only really good at bat. He had a walk or two, and then uh, and then in this last at bat, uh, oh, the old gas thrower who uh, lost the game on the home run by uh, uh, Tucker two games before. Uh, got through it this time and uh, retired him on a pop-up. And that was the ball game. And the Astros lost by one, five to four. Yeah. And the t- in the top of the ninth, the Astros actually popped out twice. Mm-hmm. to the catcher, James McCann. Bases were loaded for Yiner. He had a line drive that made it five to four. And then Singleton comes up over three on the day. And I mentioned to you, like, when I was watching the game, I, I was pretty surprised that he was up there. I thought maybe Chaz and Abreu were there, but you're saying they're kind of dealing with injuries. That's why they weren't in the lineup. Yeah, Chaz was in the original starting lineup and was pulled for Dubon, who had a hit, I think, in three at-bats. But uh, it was knee. He had a little bit of a knee uh, problem. And uh, uh, Abreu wasn't in the lineup in the first place. He had gone in, I guess, after the game last night and talked to the trainers. He said his lower back was bothering him a little bit. And so he wasn't going to play anyway day game after night game with a bulky back and the fact they're going to take a look at him when they get back into Houston to be sure it isn't anything serious but no they weren't available the only uh people off the bench uh well again you had Singleton the left-handed hitter with power against a right-handed hard thrower and uh you take your chances and it turned out the right-handed hard thrower won I got him on a pop-up yeah to me I figured that they bring Singleton up They've already won the first two games. Even without Abreu's injury, I think they were still going to give this guy a chance because why call him up if you're not going to use him? Actually, I'm not sure. The more I watch things, I'm not sure they didn't bring him up more to be a better Madras, uh, you know, because they, they let him go. and He was a left-handed hitter. 
and I think they wanted Singleton. I think he was going to get a start here and there, but he, I don't think he was going to like, you know, uh, all the players get starts here and there, but yeah. I don't think he was going to be playing, uh, on a regular basis anywhere he would have had to start hitting home runs right off the bat for that yeah. to happen and even that's no guarantee as we know from the catching situation yeah <laughs> i think a lot of people could have had big expectations for him how well he's doing in sugarland but he didn't get released still, by the no, milwaukee brewers minor leagues and that's the tricky <laughs> part about the minor leagues it's still the minor leagues but i think he deserved a shot because he was doing that yeah. well yeah, he deserved a shot, and he's up. He's here. He'll get at bats. You know how many? We don't know how many. Will probably depend on how many times he comes through. Yeah, but uh, he'll get a shot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like he didn't get released from the Brewers because he was hitting the cover off the ball. He was struggling, and he's hitting. Like I didn't 94. have very many at bats, but I think he was what three for twenty nine or something with the Brewers one double. Oh, okay. and, uh, so he he wasn't doing much, and they uh, they figured he he may be wasn't worth it so now he went down to the minors and and that is trying to prove that he uh is worth it and the astros if he is worth it will gain gain something all right so the orioles win game three five to four the astros win the series though hunter brown six innings eight hits and five runs no walks which is good and seven strikeouts he he gave up two home runs he takes the loss he's eight and eight maton no runs and a strikeout stanick had a strikeout well, Maton's another guy that was probably overworked and he needed some time off. And he's had a couple of days uh, out of the last three where he hasn't had to pitch. And I think that's important. Some of these guys just need to not pitch for a while. Uh, and that's uh, that can help straighten them out, especially those bullpen guys, because Abreu is starting to look like he's he's on the edge. Last night he was a little shaky, but he got out of it. And uh, his control was off. And that's usually a tip off. that It's time for some time off. All right. Altuve, four for five on the day with an RBI. Yiner Diaz, two for five. Dubon, one for four. The Astros, 66 and 50. They're two and a half games behind Texas, who is 68 and 47. Seattle's five and a half games behind. The Angels are 10 and a half games behind. And Oakland's 35 behind. I think I saw this thing from Fangraphs, and they have the Astros projected to lose the division to the Rangers by half a game. Do you think the Astros can still win the division? I do. I don't think, you know, I, I don't see, I I've said this many times. I'm not a big one on a lot of this fan stuff and these graphs and these stats. They're just, they're just guesses. They, they think there's a ma magic mathematical formula. No, there isn't players play the yeah. players play. And if they play well, it makes a big difference in, in how things are going to go. Past records, you know, proven Altuve has proven to be an outstanding hitter. So why, you know, why, why do we need a, a stat that tells us he's an outstanding hitter? No, I'll say this. The Rangers could certainly hold on. They've got a good enough team to. But for Astro fans to be only two and a half back or maybe three, three back after tonight, if the Rangers win their game, no big deal. There's plenty of games left. Basically what I said at the outset. The team that wins the game, more games at the end of the season is the one who's going to win it. And the margin is only three. Yeah. So if the Astros win three, three games. That's all because remember, they look like they're going to have the tiebreaker against the Rangers. That's all that would matter. Three games more than the Rangers. And I think that is doable. Will they do it? 
we'll have to find out. Now, I do know that uh, their pitching is going to get a little more rest, which might help some of them, uh, because at least for the moment, they're going with six-man starting starting rotation. Yeah. That may not hold up once they get into more days off in September. But right now, they're doing that. I think it, it can only help some of those guys. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so we'll we'll just have to see how it turns out. But th- I think they're gonna they're gonna be all right because I'm seeing some bright spots that we didn't see at the low points of the early part of the season. Even though they hung in the pennant race, they weren't playing very well. But they were able to hang in there, and they're still there. So I don't think fans should get too down after tonight's loss or today's loss, or how they lost it, or who didn't come through in the clutch to win the game at the end. Yeah, it's one game, and you're going to lose more than one game the rest of the way. That's for sure. Yeah, you go on the road and beat the team that's leading the AL East. You did a good job if you beat them two games to yeah, one. Well, you did, and that you, you the going on the road is an important point. You know, the the Astros are ex- excellent team on the road. Texas Rangers are not. Now, I don't know what the breakdown is home and road over the rest last of the season, but. Uh, Frankly, the Astros are better when they're on the road, and they've been that way for a number of years, and I can't explain it because yeah. they get great support from the fans at home. Uh, you think it's comfortable uh, and all that sort of stuff, but for some reason, even back to t- 2017, the infamous cheating year, they actually hit better on the road when they weren't using the tub yeah. thumper, yeah, and yeah. they also uh, <laughs> won, won at a higher percentage on the road than they did at home. So. It's hard to figure, except that that is the case this year, too. They're much better. They're 10 or 11 games, I think, over 500 on the road and only four or five uh, at home. So who knows? I did see that graphic. Someone posted that graphic yesterday. And the Rangers, they're way over 500 at home. But on the road, I think they have two more wins and they have losses, like 22. Yeah, they've not played. I don't know what it is. It's got to be higher than that, but. No, they've not played well on the road. Yeah, they're just barely over 500 if they are. Yeah. Um, the big thing is um, uh, we can't explain it. No. Bottom line usually is if you if you get the pitching, it doesn't matter where you're playing. But it also matters, you know, you got to get a few runs for those pitchers, especially early, and then uh, and then things are a little bit easier. But I don't know. I, all I know is that the Astros have certainly got a shot. Home road, winning home run, home field advantage. Astros had it against Washington. We know what happened there. Nobody yeah. on either team won a home game. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. But that's baseball. The Astros actually could have won the series three to one against the Yankees going back one could've. series because JV threw seven innings and only allowed, what, two two runs, but we oh, lost but two they, to one. But they have two hits. The Astros got two hits. I mean, they, yeah. that's the problem with some of these guys with low batting averages, guys that have, are well under what they should be. They may get some key hits here and there, but they're not going to be consistent if they don't hit for average. And uh, that's the problem. You got to have more guys getting more hits in more games because uh, some of those are going to be key hits. Uh, If not, you have one of those games in which your pitcher pitches great. You get two hits and lose. And that's what happened with JV start. All right. Speaking of players and pitchers and all of that, it is time to name our players of the series. Let's start with pitcher. Um, well, it's kind of, it's a little difficult because, uh, 
Framber wasn't all that great. Christian Javier wasn't all that great. I guess I would say today's pitcher, and that's hard to say because he gave up five earned runs, but then so I, I don't know. I, I, I think today's pitcher was in more command. He wasn't walking people and going in high counts and his pitch count was low. Let I me give I you, did. let me give you another option. Maybe this yeah. might sway you. The bullpen gave up zero runs. Yeah, but that's hard to give. That's hard to give <laughs> yeah. to one guy. That's that's the problem. You wanted one guy, so I, no, you know, yeah, you're no. right. I, I I think that's true. Um, they, uh, you know, Abreu didn't give up any runs, but he didn't look yeah. smooth. Um, seventh inning was good for, for yeah. pretty much everybody they used there. I, I would still probably have to go with today's starter, even though I Hunter just Brown. because everything Hunter was good until the seventh. Seventh yeah. inning, that was the one that those two extra runs. He'd given up three runs, but three runs through uh, six is considered a quality start. And if he'd gotten through the seventh, it would have needed a little better than that. I'll say Hunter Brown for pitcher. Uh, hitter, well, Tule had more hits than anybody. Uh, but Tucker hit two homers, including that big one that made a difference. So I guess I'd have to go with uh, Tucker. I also am with Kyle Tucker, but my pitcher... I almost gave it to the bullpen because you can do that here on the show if you want. But looking at it again, it's like they didn't give up a lot, but I went with Christian Javier. He only went five innings, but he did only allow two runs. So I went with Christian Javier. He was pretty awful, really. (laughs) I honestly, he was that was the luckiest only two runs I've seen. He all over the place with his pitches. He's throwing up way too many pitches. So I, I'm going to yeah. adamantly defer that the runs were not, a, were not the story on him. I, I think as far as how he pitched, no, I didn't, yeah. I don't agree with that one. When I saw a stat but, line that he threw over a hundred pitches and he only lasted five innings. Oh well, like, yeah. He gave, that's the whole point. Every inning he was behind on counts and three and two. And that's, um, um, Today, that wasn't the case. He just had a bad seventh. His seventh was not good. And that, you know, there'll be some that will say, oh, well, Dusty should have not had him start the seventh. Well, he was doing so well. Yeah. No evidence that he was tiring up to that point. But then all of a sudden, bang. Uh, he all of a sudden was uh, was not putting pitches where he needed to. And three straight guys got base hits in the seventh. And they had to take him out. But uh, include one was a two-run homer. So uh, yeah, I, I up to that point he was he would have been easy winner. Yeah, but I'm not sure I'm going to re- give it to any. I would almost agree with you. Bullpen as a bullpen. Fine. Yeah. No, no, no runs allowed against a first place team. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I I think that might be the bottom line. But we also have another award. It's called the Coach Rose Award, which is for someone that you feel overachieved in the series. And that could also well, be the bullpen. But I, I'll tell you who I went with. I went with JP3 because he had that one RBI single well, in the eighth inning to make. He had a three-hit game in there, too. He, yeah. he, uh, he uh, I, I think he had a good, he had a good series. Uh, he, um, he made one error that was a troublesome at one point. But he, uh, I would say he would be a good one. Uh, and I wouldn't have a real problem. What, what do you say this is for again? For like overachieving, exceeding overachieving. expectations. Oh, well, I think I'm going to have to go with Diaz for that. Do you realize he threw out three runners today? Three runners. He threw out three for three, plus a homer, plus another hit. 
and he didn't play all three of the game. I mean, he played uh, he played parts of all three of them, but he didn't play uh, he didn't play all three of them. He, he started this one, so I I think I'm going to go with Diaz myself. Yeah, yeah, I think he had a couple RBIs here and there as well. He had one today. All right, yeah, so he next drove in up. A run. He drove in a run. Yeah, he did. He drove in a run earlier in the in the the. Uh, first game i believe he had one yeah. that drove in a run but no he uh he uh he uh he was super today i mean but the glove i mean he threw out three runners and they weren't even close now, i don't know if these were slow guys that were running because you know yeah. in baseball nowadays almost everybody tries to steal bases since the bases are bigger and they can't throw over as much so even yeah. guys that aren't really base stealers try to steal bases so but he threw them out and they weren't even close so i'm he, diaz is my guy all right, coming up next for your Houston Astros, they go back home and face the LA Angels. I don't even know if they're the Angels of Anaheim or what they got going on with that name. I already forgot. But I love these pitchers we have, at least two of them. I love a series win here. JV on Friday. JP France back in the rotation on Saturday. And then Arkady on Sunday. He didn't pitch well his first time out. He wasn't blazing in Triple uh, A, but we'll see what he does on Sunday. I don't worry good... what he did in Triple A, honestly, because you're yeah. trying to get your arm back in shape. And I think his first start probably could have been expected because he hasn't thrown much and he really didn't have a yeah. true spring training. This will be a very important start for him and for the team. But I think he'll be okay. You're right. I like that threesome. Yeah. And then another good thing, the Angels are 3-7 and seven in their last 10, so they're struggling. So let's go get this series win. They are starting, you know who, in one of those three. And uh, if he's on, he's tough. The Astros may have to scramble for runs, but uh, <laughs> two out of three, you're okay. If you win three out of three, you're you're going to have gained ground on the Rangers. I'm sure if they win three out of three, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't know who they have next, but I think next weekend they're at home again against Seattle, and I'll be at the game on Sunday. Seattle's been playing very well lately, too. They're, uh, they're a team to be reckoned with. Yeah, they are five and a half games behind. I remember when L.A. and Seattle were both afterthoughts, and then they both creeped in. I think Seattle got within three games. L.A. was within four games, and now they went one direction. Seattle's still there, so don't forget about them. Well, that's the thing in baseball. It one good week, and all of a sudden things can change. Yeah. Uh, what is strange about the Astros-Rangers come test is that nothing much has changed the astros have been in second place but not by very much all year and so uh neither team has been able to run away from the other even for a short period of time yeah. and so uh we'll just have to wait and see how that turns out as well as how the angels and the mariners finish all right before we go do you have any final thoughts to anything you want to share no, I, I was uh, I was hoping the Astros could get a sweep today, and I thought they had a chance early. They hit a lot of balls right on the nose that were not hits. Uh, they hit more hard hit balls actually than uh, did uh, than Baltimore in the game. But when it got down to the end, Baltimore's top reliever, who uh, failed in the game one, uh, had enough this time to get through it, even though the Astros made it close. They had ba bases on. They had men on base, and they had the tying run in second base. But uh, they prevailed. That's why Baltimore's in holding on to that top spot in the East. Astros will be okay, though. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all we have for today. Mr. Lucas, thank you for coming on. And everyone out there, thank you for tuning in to Astros Baseball, and we'll see you next time.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.